What is up, everybody? Um, if you're tuning into this, you are listening to the episode, which means that you maybe are not necessarily tuning into what is happening on the YouTube end of our platform, which is live episodes. Um, we had this for this episode. We had a live episode with Lolo Savage. Um, very interesting stuff. We had a couple hiccups and all that in the beginning. We didn't quite have everything set up correctly. Um, it's really weird because I'm one of the cords didn't work on Lolo's mic, and I'm working with it now, and it's working fine. So I don't know what the fuck is going on here with all this shit. I really got to figure out the technical aspect of this before next week. Um, I apologize to him, but, you know, I think the episode still turned out really well. His mic actually ended up sounding a lot better than mine, I think. So um, it was it was still a great episode. Um, so if you guys are not tuning in to those live episodes, these audio episodes are still going to continue to drop every Monday like usual. But if you want to see... If you want to see these before this drops live, head over to YouTube. Um, those views really affect the possibility of us being monetized a lot easier. So that's definitely something I encourage everyone to do. So if you are listening to these and you want to continue to listen to these, that's fine. Nothing will really change, I guess. But um, that is something that's happening. So if you want to tune into that. Um, so our schedule for the rest of the year just to kind of go over it like i said we did Lolo savage this week we're gonna have um dean kelly on the episode next um next week um after that we're gonna have ontario phoenix he is an upcoming dean kelly um i guess i should go through all of them huh? uh dean kelly is he does the writing history project here in des moines um pac-man talked about him a little, we talked about him a little bit um he's familiar with obs and other artists that are kind of doing that same kind of thing, talking about that same kind of message. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to have him on. He has some really interesting views about all that, I think. Um, so we're going to have him on. And then the week after that, we're going to have Ontario Phoenix, who is killing it in the um, listing charts. He's hitting 12, 13K a day, um, making waves, potentially going to Atlanta. So we actually taped this episode coming up with him in advance. Um, so that's going to be something that's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm uh, really excited to share it with you guys. And after that, we're just going to be doing a live Christmas episode talking about the end of the year, wrapping things up, and how all that's going to pan out. So, um, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how that turns out. But without further ado, might as well introduce the episode that we have before us today. Lolo Savage, uh, he has been on the show. This will be his third time. He is always he always has something new up his sleeve. He always has something to talk about coming on the podcast, and he was a hell of a sport, uh, hanging in there while we were going fucking live, and you know, the fucking thing didn't work, and we had to start late, and I had to you know, I was going social media and trying to figure everything out, and reset everything up, and it's frustrating me even more now that I realize that. <laughs> It's working fine again now. It wasn't even the cable. I thought the cables. I thought I was gonna have to buy a new cable. I thought the cables fucked up. No man, just a ghost in the machine. I guess Lolo Savage just brings. It's all his fault, like he said. He just brings some kind of <laughs> some kind of dark force. No, I'm just kidding. 
no he's a great guy uh he's a great character we had a lot of interesting topics and he truly um he's he really truly not that he was doing poorly by any means but he truly does seem like he's doing a lot better um than last time i saw him i truly think some of the things i talked about with his spirituality and the things that he's been finding that he's been doing have really have been helping him and kind of have making him a happier person i really love seeing friends do that so this was a great episode and a fun podcast to do so without further ado here he is lolo savage hello everybody you're watching slash listening to the McAllister hours um i'm your host as always colton McAllister. we're joined today with lolo savage again in the studio um we're doing this live we apologize for the delay we had technical issues i hope the microphone isn't too bad on the echo um but yeah we're here we're live it was my fault i fucked everything up i was fucking up the cords and shit i was chewing on them <laughs> the curse of lolo <laughs> for real i am kofi like i probably started it and really spread it to everybody and we don't even know it but I never went to China, so... But who knows? It's possible, so... Who the fuck knows, man? Um, so before we get started today, you were telling me yesterday, I believe, that there's a new Lolo Savage. There's, like, a new... Like, you feel different. Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, describe that. What's feeling... What What is feeling different for you right now? I don't even, like... It's like... It's like I don't really, like feel different it's almost like i've just been feeling like brand new like i don't know i don't like to like i like i don't know i speak on it but i don't speak on it too much but it's like I, i'm coming up on turning 25 when i was turning 22 i set myself a three-year plan and like that's when i started like diving into trying to make music and pretty much every goal that I say, except for like, you know, like lifetime goals and everything. Like if you go make a three year plan, you gotta be fucking realistic. What can I really get done in three years? And then just shoot keep shooting for the stars. But like it's like I hit all that shit. All that shit. Everything on my list. I did everything and more than what I wanted to do. And I'm like I'm just like I don't know. I'm like kinda of feeling old too. Like I've been through a lot of shit. I'm just like I feel like I'm like connecting with myself in a whole different type of way than I've connected with myself before. I feel like I'm understanding things that I see going on around me in a different way than what I've ever understood them before. You know what I'm saying? Like quicker. It's like quicker, like on the ball. I feel clear. I feel like clear headed, you know, and that's never been a fucking thing for me to feel clear headed. I've been a fucking tweak, bro, my whole life. Like not like really doing meth. But, like, I've been fucking, like, you know, like, I had to take Adderall and shit as a kid. And so, like, I was just, like, always, like, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, always wired. Which I still kind of am. Like, you can see it in me. I still do get wired. I get pumped up real quick. But, I mean, I, like, I feel so much nicer lately. I feel nicer. Like, I feel like smiling when I walk into places. And usually I'm just like, man, I hope none of these motherfuckers talk to me. And, like, I don't know, like, where that came from with me, but, like, it just like happened. Like I understand why I was that way in Oskaloosa, cause fuck them niggas. But <laughs> like I don't know. I'm just feeling. I feel pretty good. I'm like become a lot more like spiritual as of late too. Been focusing mm-hmm. a lot on like meditation, 
getting back into doing some yoga and everything. I mm. fell off for a little minute and like, Same. just like zen, you know what I'm saying? Like, and just like chilling, just meditating and manifesting what I want out of life, putting my energy into it, doing my best to put good energy into the world and trusting that the universe is gonna come back and work in my favor. And it's really been panning out for me, honestly. Like, Damn. I've been feeling great, bro. I've been feeling fucking great. And I'm just like, I feel like I'm living my dream every day. Although everything's not quite where I want it to be yet. And I'm just like, but like, how many people get to actually say that? Like, right now. Like, how many people really get to say that? And be like, genuinely honest. And be like, I feel like I'm kind of living my dream every single day of my life. Because I just like, I don't know. I just feel like. I can do whatever I want in the best of way, though. Not like I just like hit people and get away with it type of shit. Just like I feel like I can do whatever I want, and it's gonna work out in my favor. So, how much yoga do you do? Like, how often do you uh, go about doing that? Um, so I do like my yoga is like mixed into. I kind of like mix it into my lifting at the same time. Because there's a lot of yoga poses that are good for core work, especially if you take the yoga pose and you do it like back and forth, like a side plank. There's a, like there's many things, but um, it's like I don't like just sit there and do like a half hour's worth of just like a straight yoga session where I'm like got my mat out doing pose by pose. But like I kind of do, I mix it into my stretching, I and then I mix it into my lifting. Like I do it at the end of a workout and things like that. It's like it's crazy how how much a little bit can go though. You know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of it's like extreme stretching, you know what I'm saying? And like just like realigning yourself. It's about balance and like it's just like I you don't even gotta do that much for it to just take you a long way for sure. Mm-hmm. I probably I mean I hit it often. Like I'm always stretching, I stretch every day. I was just stretching before we did this too, you know? <clears throat> like I always get a stretching, so like Often, I don't know, it's just here and there, you know what I'm saying? If you got to get a couple stretches in, two stretches in, and then you go about yourself and a couple hours later you get a couple more stretches in, you know what I'm saying? Then, like, I did my shit through the day. I get a lot of anxiety. So, like, when I get anxiety, you know what I'm saying? Get a couple poses in, get a good stretch, I'm like, get my body, like, get my energy realigned type of shit, and, like, it's like, it's crazy how much that shit work, bro. It's crazy. I was always like a hater, to be honest. Like, man, y'all sound like you fucking tripping. <laughs> but like, I get that. I'm about to get myself some crystals, bro. I don't really know how they work, but I'm about to find out. I'm about to <laughs> do some research and do some reading, and I'm about so to see what this bitch is about. Does your spirituality have any like line, or are you just kind of trying different things, or what? It's not like. See, I mean, like, I don't know, if you want to talk about, like, big shit, like, life and death, and, like, what happens in the afterlife, I'm like, I don't know. And honestly, I don't care, though. Mm. Like, fuck that. I just want to be connected. Like, if the being more spiritual has really left me in a position where I'm not so pressed on the past and things that were, just, like, what's now and what's to come, because, like, fuck that. Fuck that shit. If it happened five minutes ago and it was some bullshit, fuck it. I'm, like, ready to move on, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Some kid hit me up the other day talking about, like, or just last night talking about, I heard you don't like me, some type of shit. He's like, why? I was like, bro, honestly, I haven't talked to you in a couple years. If I was going to say it, I probably would have already said it. Like, I just don't feel like it. 
Then he started talking shit. I'm just like, fuck it. I just imagine, I just stopped, bro. Like, I had to cut it off. I had to stop. Because I'm not, I'm never that type of person either. Like, I will go and rant all day, but I'm just like, fuck that. It's not worth it, especially on the internet. For like, real. It becomes like just an endless hole where you're just trying to convince Even in person, for real. Like, on the internet, in person, social media, in real life today, I have the closest connection that they've ever had, ever. So, like, it's almost like it's the same shit, but, like, I, it's just not fucking worth it. When I hear these people being dumb as fuck at Olive Garden, it's just not even worth it. I'm like, man, fuck these people. And that's where, like, also it's like, man, you can just put your good energy into something, work hard, and it's going to pan out for you. So, like, because, like, like I said, like, the universe got me. I put my good energy in everywhere I can. And so, like, I can just leave that motherfucker. Like, I don't even have to stay there, you know? Like, if I hear a manager talking crazy, I can just be like, man, peace out. I'm going home. Just go do something else. <laughs> For real, I'll just, like, I can do that. Like, it feels, it feels fucking, it feels good. Damn. It's way more chill than just, like, just, like, I don't know. It's way more chill than just yelling and popping off. I hate that Lord. I hate the Lord that pops off on people, bro. And people don't understand that. Sometimes, at least. Sometimes people come at me with some reckless shit for no fucking reason, though. This fucking girl, did you see that post? I shared the how Megan the Stallion got rapper of the year. Bro, I just don't I just don't <laughs> like Megan the Stallion as a rapper. What the like, fuck did she even do? Was she on that WAP song or yeah, what? Yeah. Oh, Which I mean, to be fair, she got some other songs and like she do got some bars in them and shit, but I'm just saying, even when I hear this girl talked about, I hardly hear like her rapping skill get talked about. It's about Meg did this and Meg a part of this and da 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 woo 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 and just like wet ass pussy is basically <laughs> the premise of what I I just feel like there's a lot of other female rappers out there that got like definitely got looked over in that case bro oh. and then like even more at that even more male rappers because that's who predominantly run the rap game I'm just like I'm totally cool with a girl I went for Trap House I didn't get to run it in 2020 because of COVID and shit I wanted to bring this girl from Atlanta as my headliner and I still hope to bring her out here I think she fire I'm like man I'd way rather listen to her than that bullshit but it's whatever though but some girl fucking came on my shit she's like someone's mad I'm like why do you think I'm mad like I'm not I mean like I don't agree with this really but I'm not gonna say I'm mad and then like I don't remember what she said back after that. She said something, and I just told her basically the same thing I told you. I just think there's a lot of other people that could have deserved this. I feel like they just did this as like a popularity stunt to give her, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Makes you more, because she's the most popular right now. That's the most talked about. So, like, I get that, though, at the same time. But I was just like, man, I was like, that's how I feel. She's like, you need a nap. I'm like, bitch, get the fuck off of my post. You know, like, I'm just, like, saying how I feel and being me, and then I got to get that bullshit. That's when... Pop off Lauren gotta come out like bitch get the fuck out of here bro. Maybe the next step of your spirituality to be uh can be to get off Facebook to uh step away from it a little bit. I I enjoy <laughs> Facebook though, bro. Do you know how much fucking Facebook cracked me up? Somebody shared That's this true. fucking That's post true. yesterday and it's like two naked dudes they like blurred out but it's like two naked dudes and it says when you in a three way and the homie nut on your leg and like, dude, I was fucking dying. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, they post the most raunchy shit on fucking Facebook. I swear to God. 
bro. That shit be killing me, bro. Facebook is a land of glory, dog. They say anything. Anything on the blue app, bro. It's, it's it's weird how all that works, works right? right? There's, There's all this, this like censorship and like careful detail to certain things, and, and then, then there's just like blatant, insane, like almost pornographic material on fucking Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> Wait, isn't it 13? You can be be on Facebook. I don't know how old you have to be, honestly. I don't know. Molly, do you, you want to look, look that up? And you can just you lie can about your age there. anyways, oh, yeah, too. Exactly. So, like, you could really be any age. You could be, like, seven and have a Facebook. Honestly, man, they smart enough. They know how to work them phones. They could do it. When? Yeah. Okay. okay, yeah. You want to hear something really fucked up? I don't remember who it was, but there's a chip with OnlyFans who uh, shared a uh, video when she was a toddler naked. And, and she, she like, like put, put that, that up on her OnlyFans, and she got in all this fucking trouble, of course. What the fuck? Well, like, why, why would anyone think, think that's, that's a good idea? Well, I'm telling you, I saw this fucking picture one time too. It like kind of relates to the same thing. And this girl like wearing like an adult size diaper, binky in her mouth. It's like a post shared on Facebook talking about like, where's daddy? <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> the, and they call the it. They they got like a whole thing for it. It's called being a little. Yeah, 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 it's it's, it's the, the baby, baby fetish. fetish. I was like, yo, I was like, look, <laughs> I don't know, bro. I'm not gonna press nobody on nothing, but I can't, bro. I'd be down <laughs> for like role play and all that shit, but like, uh, I'm God. like, look, if you want to dress as a toddler, I can't, bro. I can't. I could. I wouldn't be able to personally do that. I, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, yeah, you're hot and everything, but like, what, what, what are we doing right now? I'd have to question that for sure. No hate, though, to anybody. If you're doing your thing, do your thing. No hate. I do things that I'm pretty sure people think is weird all the time. So, it's all cool. I'm not hating. But, yeah, it's a little wild. Posting the whole ass baby picture, though, on yeah. your OnlyFans, that's, that's, that's a big step above. <laughs> that's a huge step above. She tripping. She yeah. tripping, tripping. That, that's criminal in my mind. I mean, really. But I mean, it's herself, but like, I'm, I mean, if, if anything, it's against the rules of OnlyFans, but I mean, I think any distribution of, uh, like child pornography is illegal. Which is true. But I mean, like, what do you do in a sense of it's her own self? Like, what are you going to do? Like put her in jail for it? Maybe not the full sense, but I mean... At least find her a fucking Yeah, job. oh yeah, definitely a fine. I see that for sure. Like, like maybe some type of charge too where she doesn't have to do any fine. Like, t well, I mean, it kind of depends on how old she is too. And is she, like, I mean, uh, let's be honest, some people fucking stupid. Like, I, this is a person I'd have to, like, meet. So, like, I'd be like, all right, no, this bitch is just fucking dumb. Like, she's just straight up stupid. Maybe she is, bro. Maybe she's not. Maybe she's really just devious. I don't know, you know, it like to me it just like depends on a lot of different things. Yeah. There's a I, lot of ways people know. judge me and so I'm like, man. I, I think the, the fact that it's the material that it is just puts it on a level that you can't really, you know, debate about it. Oh yeah, definitely when, a fine for sure. Definitely a couple grand to keep her thinking about the dumb shit that she figures, just did. If not six. Yeah. Especially yeah. for how much that bitch is probably making to, you know, do that. Yeah. 
I don't know. I hope she got kicked off of OnlyFans for that, too. Wait, you did? I hope she oh, got uh, kicked off of OnlyFans. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> you know, oh, I said the, I got The Bud Light Seltzer. I'm like, wow. That's a, Bud Light that's Seltzers. Drink them. Drink them. Drink them. <laughs> and subscribe to OnlyFans pages. I'm not going to do it, but you guys should. It's a trap, man. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. Some of these bitches bad as fuck. So, like, I get it. But, like, I also don't get it. I'm a tight, wide-ass motherfucker. So, I'm not trying to... I don't know. My, my thought is that that is for you guys that don't actually get pussy. Maybe some of them do. <laughs> but that's just my thought. Uh, if anything, it's a majority for sure. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, the majority of them are probably old and, like, married or something. Mm. So... Yeah, that's kind of the whole thing. Is that's like that's a whole world in itself, like a secret <laughs> behind the closet deal. And, For real, but you know. I mean, these girls make it some paper office. They make it some paper, so true. So, um, we've been talking for a little bit here, but I want to talk about your upcoming album, Unstable. Um, when's it dropping again? What's the date? So I actually. I like to say too. I just had my song "Wash Away" drop today. It was supposed to drop a couple of days ago, but it just dropped on all platforms today. Y'all go and pipe that shit up, and I'll give you the whole music video. But I'm not posting the whole video unless they pipe that shit up. I want to go crazy with it. So, but uh, the album is dropping December 21st. It's coming up quick, dude. Yeah. I'm like that shit made me want to throw up. <laughs> For real, dude, no cap. I woke up the other day and I was like, oh my God, it's December. I was like, I'm going to fucking puke. <laughs> For real. Like, I don't know, bro. It's a lot. It's been a lot. I put a lot into that fucking album. You know, I've told you before. I think I said it on like the first podcast when I was still working. I've worked on it for a long time, too. I'm about to turn 25. And the opening song for this album, like, I, there's a verse in there where I say I'm 23. It's like right before I turned twenty four. I definitely like wrote it late in the year, but it's like that details, old, bro. <laughs> old, like it's like I put a long time into this. You know what I'm saying? Though a lot of like a like a lot of fucking thought. This is about shit. This is not about shit that I'm going through as much as it, it is. But like all these songs and all the bars and them shit is more just about shit I went through. Like already done, been through, and it's like. I, like it took a long time, bro. It takes a long time to drag yourself back to that shit when you've been like traumatized, and then you get them black spots in your memory. When it's like I remember some shit, but I can't even see the pictures flash through my head. So it's like, it's like I don't know. It takes a lot to like dig into like a different person. Like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You hide shit away. You hide bad shit mm -hmm. away, and then like you try to tear it out of yourself. It'll fuck you up a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing that's beautiful about hip-hop is really expressing the inner part of yourself. And, um, you know, based on the music that I've heard of yours before, I'm assuming this is kind of on the same uh, concept of you, you know, maybe struggling with a lot of stuff, um, you know, struggling with a lot of, uh, I don't know, past trauma or just, you know, you know, describe anxiety, what kind of went into this album compared to other projects you've done? Well, see, I think that's the thing, though. I don't think that my old music, honestly, my old music, most of it, not every song, 
But compared to this new shit that's about to drop, like this whole album, and then the new shit that's coming after that, it that shit doesn't even touch the scale. I done leveled up a couple times. Especially with like where I came from too. Fucking I didn't even like write music. I started writing music by myself. You know, I didn't have no engineer, nobody to record with when I was like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna be a rapper. That's what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna make music. So like I don't know, like the blacked out EP, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know, I kind of talked about like some trauma and shit and like my song Zeros and shit like that. Blacked Out was more just like, I don't know, that song like good, but not ATG, that's talking about like I'm out to the green, talking about my niggas and shit. But like, you know what I'm saying? Then there's like, what the fuck? And then there's feelings. So like, I don't really think I've made an album like this that really dives into me that deep before. Yeah. You know? Like there's a this is a whole... Like, I, a lot of people don't, too, to, like, let you, like, really personally, like, no, it's like, it's like you getting, like, an interview with me through songs, bro. Like, and, like, I built it in a way, like, my, it starts, like, if you met, like, an emotionally unstable and, like, mentally unstable person, then, like, I start, tried to, like, set my song order up in a way that, like, you feel like you would get to know them, too. Like, I mean, like, it's like, I don't know, it's gonna, it's gonna be a trip. It's going to be a trip, that's for sure. It's going to bring, I already know it's going to bring a whole new way for me. You know, it's crazy. Mm. I started getting into, like, the manifestation shit and so all that shit like that. Which, like, I've already always kind of, like, understood manifestation. But, like, uh, I was watching, somebody posted some TikTok on their story. I don't watch no TikToks. And the girl that was talking on there, talking so fast, I was like, man, she got an annoying-ass voice. But for some reason, I'm watching the whole video. She's talking about, like, different times to manifest. And she's talking about, like, all the different, like, planet junctions or conjunctions or whatever the fuck it's called happening throughout the year. And she was like, December 21st, it's like the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction or some shit like that. And she's like, you want to use this day for something big. She said that at the very end of the video. And I'm like, my album dropping on December 21st. I was like, that shit crazy, bro. I was like, that shit's crazy, bro. I'm just like, I feel like this shit... I don't know, I'm not saying, like, I don't feel like, oh, I'm gonna get fucking famous off of this, but, like, there's, like, a really big door that my foot's been inside of for a while, mm-hmm. and I'm about to kick that motherfucker open is what I really feel like. Like, anybody who's, like, uh, people see me, I see the views that I get on my posts compared to the reactions, I see that shit, I'm like... People see me, bro. I know mm-hmm. motherfuckers see me. Sometimes they hop in my inbox without even reacting to my fucking post in any sort of way. And it's like, they not going to be able to deny the fact that I'm fucking fire after it drop. Like, they're, they're going to be like, all right, this is some fucking heat. All right, there's something on there for everybody. It's, it's lit. It's lit. Damn. Damn. Well, well, I think, I think that's, that's a step for any artist when they put forth the... I mean, because like you said, you put forth an EP, but you haven't really done the full album yet yeah so, for real and the ep could have been way better too right that was like some of my first songs i ever wrote first actual songs composing like first time like writing my own hook and shit into like a real ass song so like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that was fresh like fresh as fresh was gonna get from me so it's like and that's like three years ago now that that shit was getting written so like it's been some time. I've had some time to like find my voice, find out like I don't know. I'm I'm in tune with my emotions in a different sort of way than what I was before. I'm about, I'm getting back on my wild shit though. But my wild shit way more fire. I spent this shit the other day almost off the top. I said, 
These niggas still paying credit. I've been chilling, building credit. Where I shoot it, I don't really need no edits, niggas comedy I could've swore they name is Kevin, I see God in me But I won't never go to heaven, man, it's tiptoe The way these pussy niggas stepping, had to smoke him like some brick He could never be no pressure, bringing major pain You better come at me like, yes sir, I've been in the game So I don't really need no lectures, yeah, like, I mean like That shit like, it didn't come straight off the top, but like I was hearing the beat, I was like straight to straight to my phone I'm like, alright, I got, I got some bars right here, let's spit this shit and like, almost like that. Like, it's like, that's a whole different type of, you play that up to anything off the Blacked Out EP, any whole song off that EP, and you play just those bars up to that, and you're going to be like, that almost doesn't even sound like the same guy. And like, holy, like, this, the, he got way better, way fucking better. I'm telling you, bro. Like, I'm getting back on my wild shit too after this album. They got a lot of shit coming this whole next year. So... Who who all worked with you on like the production and the beats and putting it all together and all that? Uh, D'Lo engineered okay. the whole thing. That's so, what I yeah, he engineered every track. That's my fucking boy right there. Shout out my boy D'Lo. Y'all need to look up D'Lo the Don. Go stream his music. My boy Fire. Like this shit, he be speaking on real shit too. That's not that's that nigga right there. I swear to God, bro, he be talking about this. He be talking about this producer that got like some years and years worth of fucking engineering talent and everything. He's like, you're gonna like this engineering that I did with him and shit. And he sent it back to me, and I'm like, I like the shit you do better than that, bro. My like, fuck that guy's experience. I'm like, what about Jerry's experience? You more fire. But anyways, <laughs> sorry, I had, I had to give my boy a shout out like that, bro, because that's oh, my yeah. boy. But like, fucking. Uh, I had production from Shehua, uh, DJ and Vision from Iowa City. He did Thoughts. He fire. Um, there's songs like Up Late, uh, Dabbles, I think is what he still goes by. He's from Michigan. He did that beat. And then uh, pretty much most of it came from G7, though. Okay. Yeah, that dirt Fuck nasty yeah. shit. So, like, you know what I'm saying? I like to really, like, know the people in person that I get my beats from. That helps me a lot. But, like, and then, uh, I don't know, like, I mean, like, I don't know everybody in my life, you know, everybody in my life really is like, what well, put the, if, whether I hate you, love you, whether we talk a lot, you know what I'm saying? If you was like, if like, I remember you at all, then you had a piece to do with this album, kind of, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know, because it's just about me. It's about my life. It's kind of like my story. So like, but like, it really wouldn't happen without Blythe, obviously. Blythe's a big piece of it. Blythe and Gideon. Like, then my boys right there. Me, Blythe, Gideon, D-Lo. Like, that's more than anything what made this fucking album happen, bro. Like, if there there was never a time that I had to call on him, like, D or Gideon, like, he, like, don't really do anything with the music, but, like, he always on it, bro. He always on it with me, tagging me and shit. One time I was asleep, this nigga, I woke up to, like, 15 fucking missed phone calls. And I call him, I'm like, bro. I'm mad, too. I, I was being a dick. I'm like, what the fuck spurred you to call me this many fucking times? <laughs> but then there's this guy with, like, 50,000 followers on Instagram, and he was having people send in his music on his live stream, and he was really playing that shit, and he was trying to get me to send my music in. But what was I doing? Drunk, went to sleep, <laughs> taking a nap. You know what I'm saying? 
And like I'm like, man, like he he a whole different type of energy, bro. He's like, let's go, let's get it. We on like let's let's fucking do something, make some music, make some money, let's go let's go do something. You know, I'm like, alright, 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 but Hell yeah. He's a cool guy. He got on some ad libs too with me though, too, on Wash Away. He's actually on some of the ad libs, so (laughs) yeah, for real. We got him in the studio now doing some fun shit with us. It's good shit. Fuck yeah. Uh that video we did with D Lo was uh was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, uh, dude. Doing that whole thing. Uh, first time I've ever done a music video. Yeah. I really, I think you and Dila both had a really good uh, banter and really bounced off each other. Well, yeah, I think we all kind of communicated and um, you know we're still working on it. But for real, um, it's me and him connect really well with that music shit. For real, I feel like me and him and Blythe as a group, like it's like. You put things into like a like a group management type of deal, you know. What I'm saying I always got the final say because it's me. <laughs> so like, although Blythe is my manager, if I'm like no, then I'm not gonna fucking do it. But and like it's the same thing with D'Lo. But like you know, like we all want the best for each other, and we all have prime ideas, and we're all knowledgeable in what we do. So like me, him, and Blythe working together for sure can like we can really be a powerhouse. I think and like I don't know. People shoot for the state and everything, but I think we could be a powerhouse across the whole Midwest, really. Like, we building. We building right now. I got my LLC now, Sharp Sound Studios, and once we have our spot and we really get things popping, like, I think people are going to see why they want to come and fuck with us. Like, I don't know. I don't speak too much on it because I'm just going to let it speak for itself as it happens. Okay. Well, December 21st, right? December 21st. That's when we're going to hear it. Um, Fuck, bro. Hopefully a good end to this so far pretty shitty year. It's been so good to me, though. How shitty this year has been, it's been so good to me. But like I said, I feel like I put my best in this year, bro. I feel like 2020 was kind of my year. No cap. Even with having COVID twice. Well, okay, the first time there wasn't no COVID test, but I'm pretty sure I had COVID. Can you get it twice? I uh, you no, I'm pretty sure. There's, I know people that have had it twice. Well, that's something. Okay. That's something we can get into later. <laughs> I was sick as fuck in January. I was sick as fuck back in January, bro. They tested me for all this shit, and I came up negative for everything. Yeah, that's right. And they're like, we're not really sure what's wrong with you. And I was like, okay. They gave me the Z-Pack thing. I got a little bit better. But then I got the hookup from a homeboy on some penicillin, and that's what really got me right. I mean, it was so bad, bro. And they talk about how it's like a, a like a lung issue. It's like pneumonia and everything. I breathed in once at his house. He thought I was crinkling up a fucking bag, bro. <laughs> like, that's how bad that shit was. Damn. Um, I'm going to motion that we take a quick break, hydrate, um, and then we'll be back in just a few minutes here. Not the uh, long periods of time it's been starting. This will be right back here shortly. So, <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, this, uh, we're back. And we're back on the McAllister <laughs> Hours with your host, Coleman McAllister, and guest, Lolo Savage, the yeah. most ratchet motherfucker in Des Moines. Uh, you're a classic uh, guest to have on, man. I'm glad that you're kind of vetted and uh, kind of part of the, you know, you, you're here a lot. You, and, uh, <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be out there. That's for sure. You're probably gonna, everybody gonna hear about me at some point, yeah. whether it's good or bad. A lot of times, it's probably somebody saying something bad, <laughs> probably talking some shit. <laughs> hey, but you know that's the uh, that's the mantra you wear when you're a rapper and when you're kind of doing this kind of stuff. Uh, it comes in the name too. People are like, yeah. dude. Oh my fucking god! I'm actually gonna talk about it, bro. I'm just gonna talk about it. I don't, I have not talked about this situation in a, this type of setting before. Go but these motherfuckers on Halloween, bro, mm. changed my set time. I was supposed to go last, although I, uh, like it's not like a huge deal, bro. But I was like, it kind of is though at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It's like I got people showing up to see me in this time frame. I sold plenty of tickets to this event. Like, I'm like, bro, you fucking tripping. Never in my fucking life have I already changed on a fucking set time before, yo. And I popped the fuck off, bro. It's not like, dude who went last, he's fire. Super respectable dude. So, like, I really, like, want to, like, make too much of a fucking complaint. Like, make it seem like I was disrespecting him. I'm just like, bro, you all should have put him last in the first place. It's all you should have done. Like, what the fuck? Like, and then, like, man, I popped off on dude, though. And he was like, I don't like the way you came at me, though. It was pretty disrespectful. He's like, you could have chilled out. I'm just like, do you know who the fuck I am, bro? That's the only show that I haven't gotten paid for since the song What the Fuck. Mm. And, like, I regret so much not just doing What the Fuck and then just dropping the mic and walking out, bro. Like, I should have just performed what the fuck, and as soon as I said, I ain't getting paid for the show, then I'm walking out, I should have dropped that shit and walked the fuck out, bro. I'm just like, how the fuck you book low, low savage? How you gonna have low, low savage come out here and expect that you do some fuck shit to him and expect me not to fucking go crazy, yo? Like, man, had me tripping, yo. They really moved me. Dude, they tried to move me way down, too. They tried to make me go third. There's like 12 people. I was supposed to go last. And then they tried to make my ass go third, but I was like, <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know why, bro. I don't know what the deal is. They want me for another show, too. Maybe not after this, but oh, well. Damn. <laughs> who who else performed? It was uh, Pac-Man. Uh, yeah, Pac was there. His shit got changed, too. Oh, really? Everybody's shit got changed, bro. So so why G7 was, was there. G7 was supposed to go like right before me, and then they made him like go first or something. I don't fucking know. I don't know, but was somebody being unprofessional, he said, This is a showcase, but I ran showcases. Ran my shows, I've ran his showcases plenty. Never. So just right before. Yeah. No, okay, so I get there. Yeah. And then I read off the set times. And then we go to the back, and we in the green room. And then I end up here, and they change the set times. I'm like, what the fuck? So we come back, and I'm still last and everything. They only changed a couple people. I'm like, okay, bet. And at this time, Snag getting up on stage, my DJ. And then they change the sets again. They try to tell me, your DJ changed it. Like, my DJ. <laughs> my DJ did not change that. Bro. Like, I, it was just like... It was just goofy, bro. I just had people lying straight to my face and shit. And, like, it's just, like, oh, it's whatever shit happened. But, like, they expected me not to pop off. I'm low, low savage, nigga. I'm like, <laughs> like, they, honestly, people lucky I didn't go a little more savage and do some fucking crazy shit, bro. Like, honestly, I should have just packed up and left, bro. But then I couldn't do that, bro, because, like, 
I live to perform and shit, and there's still people there to see me, so I went out there to give them a good show, but they fucked my whole energy, bro. They fucked my whole set by doing that. Like, I'm on stage, mic in my hand, and, like, I'm loving it and everything, but then I'm almost kind of like, like, I'm mad. You know what I'm saying? I should be happy when I'm doing that shit. Even if it's an angry song, I should be happy up there. And I was like, man, like, all I had in my head was, like, these fucking niggas, bro. I can't believe they did that shit to me. So that fuck that bro. It's not it wasn't it didn't even feel like that great of a set because it didn't feel so electric like I can make it. But like and that's why cuz I wasn't feeling electric. You you've had kind of an unfortunate uh performing performance here cuz um yeah, they not bashing field trip but you kind of had a crummy deal there as well. You didn't really have a stage. Yeah, that got fucked too. I did <laughs> a couple times I did get fucked. Yeah. But like also this year it's been a long year, but people yeah. forget I opened up for Stevie Stone. But then I got uh fucking and, and like I met him and shit. He followed me on Instagram and all that. Uh, he with uh fucking Strange Music Tech Nine's label. And then I was supposed to open up for him in South Dakota too. And like I would have been with him for another show and possibly could have done more with him after that because the same promoter had him for more. But like uh I got sick so I was like man I'm sick this covid shit is starting to get popping I was like just in case I'm not trying to go anywhere out of state and all that so I, and then I had the riffraff show and then Xavier Wolf bro that shit was packed fat on a Monday night we had Vaudeville Muse packed like front to back dude it was fucking ridiculous so like I did some lit shows this year still and like there would have been more to come if it weren't for covid I take it I don't know I take it as a positive though mm. so many people took it as a negative and i'm like how do you expect to call yourself an artist and like want to make it somewhere if you can't be like expendable type of shit like yeah you, you roll the punch yeah for real i can't do shows okay well i'm gonna hop on this promotion try to like get some videos done you know what i'm saying get some like motion picture cover art focus on my album excuse me write new songs <laughs> all that shit so it's like like i took it like that bro i'm like no i'm like we have places that we hope for me to tour it was hopeful in 2021 but that's not gonna happen probably maybe 2022 maybe 2023 but like eventually i'm gonna take a tour so i've been promoting the fuck out of my music and places i hope to tour trying to meet people from there and everything you know i'm like just like building connects and shit doing my social media thing that shit is gold bro Fuck, like, deleting Facebook, like, do what you mentioned earlier. You know how many people you can meet on Facebook, bro? I know, I know. I, I, it is crazy. The world never been yeah. more connected like that. It's fucking crazy. Even by, like, sponsoring Instagram posts, you get people in your inbox from fucking some town you didn't even know it fucking existed type of shit. Like, But don't you ever wonder if it's all for, like, a greater evil? You know what I mean? I do, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a like, some like some supercomputer AI that builds off of it. It builds its own intelligence. Yeah. So it just like continually gets smarter and then takes over and then some iRobot shit ends up happening. Yeah. Totally, <laughs> that's I, bro. That's like my that's my worries. Like But that's but, what that's a corrupted people thing though, you know? But we're on su we're on such a greater scale of it with this technology. I I don't know. I, I guess, guess like, like I get it. Like it's just a like what I'm doing is just a podcast. Like it's it's not really worth writing that much about. And unless I really hit that, which I would hope to, but you know, unless I really hit that 
range. It's not really something maybe worth worrying about, but I don't know. I think I just I just worry about the whole the tech giant as a whole. I feel, not. I feel like it kind of dies back into my spirituality there that I was talking about. It's like everything is balance. It's all about balance. Um, I think people created good and bad. Take people with the worst mindset that you can think of, like some serial killer, right? Well, I mean, okay, it wouldn't really work because then they'd all kill each other. But you know what I'm saying? Somebody with like that type of mindset, like that bad type of mindset, you put them on like some island. You know what I'm saying? Let them go for like 50 years. They are like, that's not, that's normal to them at that point. You know what I'm saying? And like, you get to come there and tell them that's bad after that, after they've been living 50 years to running their own fucking shit. Like you get to come and tell them like, hey, you can't just kill people when you get mad. Like, fuck you. That's what we do around here. You know what I'm saying? So are you saying? So I'm saying. Well, what I'm saying is, so it's like we create that good and bad. We decide. Like people in themselves are the deciders of good and bad. Like within yourself, you are the person who decides that. Because what you think is bad, other people don't think is bad, and that's yeah. the way it's always gonna go. So it's like there's good. It's like every life is made off a of balance, bro. That's why things grow out of the earth and then they die and then refeed the earth. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're never gonna get anything good without some bad. This is true. Um, let me ask you this: Would you believe in good and evil then? Still, <laughs> I think I think they're basically the same thing. There's a there's always so like look, can somebody be all good? No. You like if you line one person up, even somebody like fucking Mother Teresa, and then you want to line everybody up on the planet and have people tell them whether you think she's bad or good. There's going to be plenty of people who <laughs> still think she's bad, bro. Mother Teresa was actually a piece of shit. Uh, she scammed people oh, out of she? money. Yeah. I didn't know that. We don't have our assistant here to look it up, but um, like we don't have the setup to do it, unfortunately. There you go. Well, like it's like, okay, well, fucking Gandhi's fucking ass. There you go. You know what I'm saying? It's like, there you go. It's like. It's the same premise. You get what I'm saying. I, grew, I was raised strict Catholic, so like I, I always have to jab at Mother Teresa. People always put her on this fucking pedestal. I'm like, no, fuck that bitch. <laughs> I honestly, I don't even remember like why she was so famous either. I don't even know why she got like so famous. Oh, because it was like an advertisement for the church, basically. It was like, oh, look at this woman who's out feeding rice to the children. You know. It, it, it looked really fucking good for the Catholics. So basically, shit that happens all the time right now. But like, that was another thing. Is she holy shit? She like, uh, she like let a bunch of people die like needlessly just to like you know be like oh they pass on to heaven. Like uh, they were local Protestant organizations who like saved way more people and did way more. But like Teresa just like let a bunch of people die. Um, wow. <laughs> That's what you find out about a lot of people, though, that you thought was so good, and then, like, you really get into history, and it's like, oh, they're not so fucking good, huh? That's crazy. I'm going to have to look into that now, because I find that interesting. But for real, still, like, back to it, it's still, like, the same, exactly, then, see? Like, she looks so good, and then look how much evil there is, and, like... There's some people that probably believe she was doing so much good. You know, it's like nobody, there's never going to be one person that's just going to be the perfect fucking everything. 
You can't. That's why I really. That's why I. I've known that for a long time. That's where a big part of my I don't give a fuck attitude comes from. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you don't like me. I don't fucking care. You wish I was more like this. I don't fucking care. Like I'm just me. It's just like I don't know. It's all. It's all this. It's all. Just energy, bro. We're just clusters of energy. I think there's a soul attached to us. We can go into that sometime <laughs> later. But like, you know, like. This is just like a shell of energy. It's like moving so fast that we became a mass. And it's all just connected, bro. Mm. I think it's all just connected. And it's like, I'm just going my path. I'm going my route, you know? Like, I don't know. The Honestly, this album, this album is for my, my boy, bro. Like, this nigga was like my fucking brother. He grew up right across the street from me. I moved in that house when I was like three. He got shot and killed at 13. And like, like... I'm just, like, doing this shit for him. You know what I'm saying? We sat around and talked about all that shit he was going to do when he was older that he never got to do. And it's like, I just do this shit for him. So, like, mm. I'm not really, like, worried about the path of other people. You know what I'm saying? I have a hope that, like, maybe our energies get to me or, like, maybe, like, you can actually like, see things in the afterlife. I don't know. I just have a hope that, like, like that's the type of people I got to be around. Like, people I feel like I should have been around my whole life right now. So it's like, I just do this shit for him. You feel me? It's not worth it to like worry about outside energy. It's just like, mm. do this shit the way you doing it and what you want to do it for. And that's it. Yeah, that's really the only thing you can do. Because I think when people, and it's really inspiring that you're doing that for, you know, your friend. Uh but, I mean, that's all you. That's all you can really do. Exactly, bro. <laughs> like, like other people you can't work. really do nothing else. Yeah, it's so obvious when you're a copycat, like when you're a Juice World copycat, or you know, trying to be Lil Uzi or whoever, Lil Zan, whatever the fuck, or Lil Peep, Lil Peep, Lil something, Lil, Lil Pimp. What? What was the Trump? Yeah, he's yeah. like Lil Pimp. <laughs> Said Trump, 2020, 2020. 2020. I'm like. I'm like, dude, this fucking. I'm like, yo, how much did this nigga get paid for this shit, bro? A star. But like, okay, bro. I will say this though. What what people, what a lot of people don't realize about me though is like, if you want to put it into just a left and right field, I'm really a Republican in a lot of fucking standpoints. Mm. A lot more standpoints than what people realize. Like when I'm watching this Trump debate. I'm seeing Trump hit Biden and Biden hit Trump and everybody's seeing Trump fuck up Biden and Biden fuck up Trump. I'm seeing that they both fucking retarded in the end, in my opinion. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? But like, Trump Trump do like have a lot of solid plans. He has a lot of solid ideas. He's a fucking, he's a bitch though. Like, I swear to God, bro, I swear. I, I, if I, if I had a chance to get, in, to get in like a ring with that nigga, I'd fuck him up. I'd fuck him up so bad, bro. I'd try not to knock him out just so I could keep fucking him up more. Like, he that type of fucking person, but like, he do got some time. Okay, so like, perfect example, like he talking about like the emissions in, uh, he talking about the Green New Deal, right? I'm kind of a nationalist, you know? Like, I'm like, 
Kind of in like a Malcolm X feel, but he's like a black nationalist. He's kind of racist sometimes. <laughs> but like, uh, fucking like, I, I believe in like getting American-made products. But like products by Americans, made in America, shit like that. I believe in doing better for mm-hmm. our country. And there's parts of like the Green New Deal that keep us tied into doing what other countries, like, you know what I'm saying? It keeps us into a group or dealing where America can't like build their own route and do for them like what this country was founded off of. Honestly, that that's the way I think there. And he's talking about like, look, he's like, look at all these people that are broke. They have no jobs. They've been unemployed. They're driving old beat down cars that have no good gas mileage to them. They hardly use the battery. They're just spitting out all this fucking junk. He's like, we like we like he's gonna build jobs so people can buy newer cars. We will lower emissions. Like we will lower emissions. People gonna be able to have more money buying newer cars, and they like gonna like like I get that process because who doesn't want to get a newer car when they have a car and don't have a new car? Yeah, but and he wasn't... he's still like Republicans, dude. Republicans part of like they always known to build fucking jobs, bro. That sounds great, but like I think the whole problem with the new Green New Deal is like it just slashed everything. It like everything, all this. This coil and the, uh, the coil, Jesus. <laughs> coal and oil and everything that's bad for the environment, um, as bad as it is, it does run our country. So we need to like have a period, an extended period of time where we make a smooth transition into this, for real. And not just cut everything off. Exactly that's, that. That was the bit that. I don't, to be honest, the Green New Deal is so long ago, I don't even really remember what the specifics were, but um, off the top of my head, that's the biggest one. There's a lot of good things about the Green New Deal. There's a lot of bad things, you know. It's like, it's just like, I get why you wouldn't want to be a part of it, and I get why you would want to be a part of it. And that's only one example, though, too. There's a lot of things that I was like, whoa, <laughs> that he says, and I'm like, man, this guy. Oh, our biggest thing watching the debates is he never shut the fuck up. <laughs> Probably could have helped himself in voting, honestly, yeah. and voter turnout if he would have shut the fuck up a little bit. Well, that's the really weird thing with this whole thing. With it. I, we're kind of jumping ahead, getting to the debate here, but um, like that's kind of the thing that was weird about it is like Biden won in mail-in voting. Yeah, I mean that's really how he won. It had nothing to do. It almost had nothing to do with like the turnout or like how anything went. I definitely think there was some voter fraud. I'm one of those people, but... Do or don't? I do. Oh, but here's some. Here's also the thing about that, right? Yeah. Everybody's like, there's so much corruption. This is what Trump's been talking about. I'm like, what about when Bush beat Gore? Like, then nobody wants to talk about that ever. I'm like, look, yeah, like, maybe I couldn't vote then. I don't even remember if I was alive because I don't remember what year. But I did yeah. do- so much diving into that. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, Florida had to recount their votes. Where his brother was the governor of the state. And then after recounting the votes, Bush has the lead, but not too much. And then they're just like, all right, we're out of time. When really they had till December 4th, but they just decided we're out of time. It's done. Bush is president. And that was the flip state right there. I'm like, nobody, like, you think they're like, I'm just like, bro, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, it's just. The CIA is their own entity, man. I was listening to this podcast the other day, and they were talking about, like, you know, how this, people think the CIA killed JFK and, like, how it would be so easy for 
Trump, who the first thing he did when he got into president was trash the CIA, everything with Comey and all that. Like, of course they're gonna fucking work against him, you know. But they, not, I think, I, at the end they all work together though. They do things to work together, work against each other because it pits yeah. us against each other. Like they all probably in their offices just calling each other, like, yeah, okay, well, how can we make a deal here? You know, mm, it's just yep. like. It's just like when you're making a deal on a fucking video or a track or like whatever the fuck you gotta pay for whenever you haggling. I think it's the same thing. And I don't I, think none of them niggas give a fuck about people like us at the end of the day. If like I don't know. Yeah. I'm based off loyalty, bro. If I was getting shot at with all them and their security, they'd leave my ass. <laughs> they'd leave my ass behind. They'd be like, Peace out, dog. So like fuck them. No, uh, I, I like, and I would say like the, no, nothing with the fraud is enough to overturn Trump losing. I don't think. Like, I don't, like what was it in Michigan? There was like votes that went to Biden. Like I don't think any of these things that are proven are enough for you know there to be overturned. But it is enough for speculation. I think that's the big problem. Even if they did, I'm just really happy that Trump's not president. I'm not even a Biden fan. Not at all am I a Biden fan. And fuck no, dude, I was so happy. I felt like it was a party. I feel like it's been a party ever since. I'm like, yeah, get that nigga the fuck out of here, bro. Oh, man, I played fuck Donald Trump loud as I could when I went to Oskaloosa because I got a whole ass Trump shop there. Whole ass Trump shop. I'm sitting in the drive or in the parking lot watching people walk in, laughing at him like, you fucking stupid. <laughs> I still be wilding, bro. <laughs> but like, fucking. Yeah. Oh man, Oskaloosa a different place, bro. You want to go somewhere and just see Trump flags flying on big ass trucks everywhere, like, and then these fucking guys like let's roll coal, fucking just pitting this black smoke out their trucks and shit. I'm just like, fuck you guys, bro. Yeah, uh, you know, we saw them around here, like you know, doing the trains and the, you know, when they thought he was gonna come back and win, you know, that's the whole thing with this year. I think anyone can agree on is like. How the meat, excuse me, how the media has spun things and like the entire roller coaster ride that has been. Oh, definitely. You know, I I hope it might not be perceived like that, but I really hope any everyone has gotten a taste of like how fucked up that all is. Like that it can hopefully be a little more crystally clear. I hope so too. Well, the dumbest thing I've heard with this election shit is people talk, like, they post about the history of, like, the last, like, couple of elections and shit, and they're like, here's when Obama first got elected, when he got elected again, here's when Trump got elected, here's when Biden got elected, and they're like, 15 million more voters, like, than Obama, you think that's possible? I'm like, dude, y'all hated Obama, so, like, I don't know why you're trying to give him any type of credit, first of all, and I'm just like... Like, okay, so when Obama first got elected, I had heard things about, I was still young then, watched it on my TV, though, I remember watching it, and it was like, uh, they were talking about how, like, lower voter turnouts were happening. Next election, definitely heard a lot about it. Record low voter ratings. Again, still had low voter ratings, dude. Like, even for Hillary and Trump, like, they still Mm -hmm. went down. And now, though... This has been a big election, bro. Like Trump, Trump hands down is the most popular president we've ever had. When it comes to a sense of popularity, it does not matter whether you are liked or hated. Really, you're still like everybody fucking knows him. He is the mm-hmm. talk 
whether you love him or hate him, he's fucking popping out here. And, I mean, he's the most loved and the most hated president I probably bet that we've ever had. But like, it's just like, like people are paying attention to it more than ever, bro. More than fucking ever. And we have like that's four new years of people that we have. Muslim and most younger people, not all of them, but most don't fucking like his ass. Like they don't. So like it's like I fuck yeah, I believe that shit. I didn't turn out to vote though. Cause I don't like none oh, of them. Oh, you didn't niggas. vote? Fuck no. I don't <laughs> like none of them niggas. I didn't like nobody, bro. I people saying stupid shit. Yeah, that Joe that Joe chick, that lady, like I like like the area she's oh, going. Joe Jorgensen. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. I was like She didn't have a chance. My bitch, I was like, so sad she only got one percent though. I was like, God damn it. I was hoping she get a little more than that. She be saying some crazy shit with like gun laws and shit though. Like Oh I, really? I didn't hear I that. believe in the Second Amendment, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I like having a gun. Makes me feel a lot more comfortable and safe. I believe like People should be able to have guns and shit, but I do also believe in some laws. I feel like laws are heavier than they need to be, though. I don't believe in more, but she just like, yeah, if you want to own fucking, if the military has it, you should be able to have it, too. I'm like, chill, <laughs> chill. I do not need some bunked out crazy ass nigga in Des Moines with a 50 cal strapped to something going the fuck off. Holy shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't need to show up. For real, though. Like, check me out, though. Because, like, all right, like, I don't like the police. I don't fucking talk to them niggas. But, honestly, if you want to break it down to a percentage, they do more good than they do bad. Let's be fucking on. I mean, in a sense, you need to cut out, like, things like weed crimes and shit like that. Maybe it's changed. But, like, a lot of cops do a lot of good. Right? <laughs> like, if I'm in the club somewhere, I can't bring my strap. And I'm in that bitch. I do not need some fucking crazy ass motherfucker doing some shit like down in Florida bringing out his assault rifle and bunking our asses the fuck down. Fuck that shit. Like, and then God like damn. that's who that's who gonna come save us. That shit start happening. That's who gonna come to shut down the situation. So like it's like I don't know. It's like she be extreme with it. It's like Bernie Sanders when he was like, I want to do all this in a four year term, and I was like. That was the first time he was running. Yeah, I was right, like, man. I was like, man, like I like his ideas and shit, universal health care and shit. I love that. The thing is, I don't know, bro. Like, it's gonna he take sold more the than fuck out twice in a row, man. Twice, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, but like, and it's not well, even like three houses. Come on, he's not, he's not socialist. Oh yeah, he's definitely <laughs> fucking loaded. He, I mean, like. Yeah, for real, too. Like, people are like, I don't know. Like, I'd be, like, tripping when people are like, oh, he was in, like, the civil rights movements and shit like that. I'm like, man, so you I see, see no video. I ain't been there. So you say you're more of a Republican. Like, in what sense would you say, like, why would you consider yourself that? I would probably say the same, although I do not vote for Trump this last time around. Honestly, just, like, if you want to, like, put it into simple terms, because, like, I mean, like, it kind of, it changes to kind of off of world issues and how the world's running. But, like, I, like, fucking, I don't know, bro. Usually, like, I'm just, like, on the side more of a Republican party. It's just, like, any test I've ever taken, too, like, when I took tests back in the day, even, like, in high school, we took, like, a testing in ninth grade. And I was, like, in that class, like, one of the, not, like, my whole 
high school class, but in that class itself, I was one of the like highest rated Republicans. Mm. Like I can't like I don't know. It's like I live my life in a very like liberal type of way, but like when it comes to a lot of politics, I have like a like conservative mindset. But like too like people talk about fucking capitalism, right? Like, why doesn't Jeff Bezos do this and do that? I'm like, nigga, he built that shit. You didn't. Yeah. A lot of them niggas sound sorry. Like, I do get it at the same time because he kind of a dickhead, doesn't treat his workers right and shit, but it's like... Yeah. I my Jeff Bezos is a good example of when capitalism has gone bad. Mm-hmm. Because it's worked up to a certain point, but when you have government bailouts and you have these people who just have objective... like. Nobody, Nobody can deny that that's way too much money. Yeah, things that's get a, extreme and shit. Yeah. Like, anything, anything can get extreme, bro. People are like, some people are like, communism's the way to go. And like, <laughs> okay, well, let's look at Venezuela. When's it worked? Yeah. They fucking did so great with, with socialism in Venezuela, haven't they? But like, I, but like, I don't know. I feel like, like I said, it's balance, bro. It's fucking balance. Like, fuck... It's all so people become socialist and then they're like it's just all socialism, and people become capitalist and like capitalism. I see, and it's just like, what if all of it's kind of it, just in bits and pieces? Mm. Like you know, it's just, it's just weird. Like the way people think about it, it's like they stick so hard to one thing. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the, the real problem, problem with America, America huh? It's it's, it's one, one or the other. other. That's I mean, the issue with running a melting pot, bro. It's what. <laughs> Well, we are, and like that's the issue with it. It's gonna, it's gonna be a fucking hard route, that's for sure. Do you think we're? Uh, do you think there's a civil war ahead of us? If there is, some niggas gonna get fucked up. That's for sure. But I don't know. I think people are smarter than that. I don't think people. Yeah. I don't think either side really like wants that type of shit. But like, I think if anything, people around here won't do anything fucking crazy you're not i mean maybe a little tiny bit but you're not gonna see the streets on fire it just depends bro you know one situation one situation like one thing like a no shit goes happening and it could turn the tables could turn them for the better or for the worse like so like you just don't know i don't know i don't know what's to come with all that to be honest like i'm not gonna Fight no fucking civil war, really. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's interesting. It's like, is it, is it, how much of it is a civil war in terms of like 200 years ago, or how much of it, how much of it is a war of information ideas? I think that's the true civil war. And I think we're in that right now. Then, if that's how you want to put it, we're already in that. We, we've been there all year, bro. It's been what this year's been one big fight. Against each other and shit, but like, also and shit, like it's like what fucking people. Sometimes I have, I've heard this so much with relationships before, talking about arguing and shit. People don't argue. Like, come on, bro. Like, if somebody, if people don't argue or like even debate, how the fuck do they understand each other? Like, they can't, bro. And then when you don't listen, things blow the fuck up and get bad, right? Like the riots. That happened this year. They just blew up and get bad because motherfuckers weren't listening. So motherfuckers were like, they ain't listening. I'm going to make them listen. Like, in a relationship, you ain't listening to your girls. You're going to be like, well, guess what, motherfucker? I'm gone. And then you're going to be like, oh, shit. Okay, now I get it. She took it to the extreme. 
pride that she could take it type of shit. So like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's just how it goes, bro. It's just like, I don't know. It's one big flow. I don't know. Everybody, I think everybody gonna pan out just fine. Maybe not. <laughs> I think before it all comes crashing and burning in one like big go though, we gonna be gone already. So, cheers to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess, guess I, I just worry about the future generations and, like I said, the information war. Like how they're gonna take everything going on, what they see online, how much of what we see online is controlled by. I feel, I feel like, like the, the group of people who are controlling what we see online is going smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah. I remember back in the dark, you know, we're around the same age. I remember back in the dark ages where it was like, you know, forums and, you know, YouTube wasn't, didn't have any restrictions or guidelines. It was, yeah, for real. You know? It was like the newest videos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 2005, 2006, those were good times. Hell yeah. It was uh, the, the golden days of the internet. They're For gone, real? man. They're fucking gone. Oh, yeah. You ever see the, the first YouTube video I ever posted? The one where the guy's at the zoo back in 2005? I don't think I remember the first one. What, what else happens? It's just, it's just the guy at the zoo, but, the, you know, it just shows the innocence that there was back then with YouTube. You know, 15 years ago, nobody thought that this was going to be, like, the epicenter of news yeah, yeah essentially for cable of the internet is for what real it is. it's it's fucking nuts man it's crazy the way shit happened i mean i like the world be cool though too you know what i'm saying like you got some opportunity to do some cool shit in this world that, and that's the trade-off of it and i feel like that's that's the thing that's gonna be hardest about all of it yeah. Because, like, because that, I don't know there's a, I think the big thing is like a lot of people getting stumped at that opportunity mm. it's like it's like it's like you got cut into brackets and the American dream is only meant to be possible for a couple certain brackets or like one certain bracket and then the other brackets gotta be there to make sure the American dream can happen mm. so like it's weird <laughs> the American dream well, for real, though, you know what I'm saying? Like, get it popping. That's what it was. Come to America, get it popping. Go crazy. Go, like, get famous type of shit. Like, what I'm trying to do, get famous, get popping, get rich, all that shit. So it's like, I get it on both sides, you know? Yeah. I get it on both sides. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. Some people, I feel like, I feel like uh, comes from when I really end up being conservative. Some people just sit down and lay back, though. A lot of people. They sit down and they lay back and just wait for the world to come to them. Mm. Or they go through something bad and then they start fucking crying about it. Like, don't get me wrong. I I might breakdowns and shit. But it's like, what are you going to do, nigga? What are you going to do? You going to sit there or you going to sit around and cry? And sit around and be sad? Do nothing? Get the fuck up. Get mm. the fuck up and get pushing. Like, what the fuck? Maybe that's my toxic masculinity. No, no, no. Too. It's just like I don't know. I feel like people cry and bitch too much. Like I, people go through some bad, bad shit. But honestly, I don't give a fuck what you've been through. Yeah. Cause like, is you gonna keep working for something better or not? At the end of the day, you're still a person. Yeah. There's you're still alive right now. Yeah. You still have the ability to change something. Like you have no idea. Like some people, not you, but like a lot of people have no fucking idea. 
how much you can actually do as one person. Mm-hmm. People, People don't realize their potential. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a real thing, though. Uh, there's actually different personality and brain traits in people who are conservative and liberal-minded. Like, that's actually something that you can map out on a personality test. I am. <laughs> I don't want to take no personality test. It's going to be telling me how shitty I am and shit. You ever take the political spectrum test? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, I took I took one just a few years ago, actually. It was like 2017. What were you? Maybe 2016. I was pretty... I was like... I was on the right for sure, but mm-hmm. closer to moderate. So, well, because there's, there's authoritarian and liberal... And then left, right, and then like if if you're at the bottom, you're considered. According to the political compass, I'm a right-winged anarchist, libertarian anarchist. Oh wow! But I, I don't. You're an anarchist, man. I'm not though. Anarchy doesn't work, man. I like. I will, I will confess <laughs> yeah, no. that straight up and down. What happens when you get to anarchy? They're gonna be like, all right, somebody needs to control this shit. They're gonna like, let's set up a system. But not a government. And then it's going to be like, well, look what you got. You got yourself a fucking government, dumbass. You're doing, you did the same thing that you're fighting against, but it's worse. Yeah, dude, I'm like, do you you want to try, like, dude, some people I like that are, people that are anarchists, I'm really just like, do you really just want to, like, change the United States back to where all just a bunch of settlements and fighting each other? We're fighting the people five miles away from us, and we just got to fight them all the time because we're always a fucking beef because we don't believe in the same shit. Like, is that, like, that's what anarchy would lead you back to. It's just like, shut, like, that shit's so fucking stupid. Yeah, man. Uh, did, did you, you hear, hear about, about Chaz? Or Chad or Chaz? I don't think so. It was in Seattle. So in Seattle, during the protests around uh, George Floyd, they blocked off about 13 blocks of Seattle. And uh, there was no police, nothing. They oh, they, and they, I heard about that, but I didn't know they called it Chaz. I think, it, I think that's what it was called. Molly, was it Chaz or Chad? We need your service. I definitely heard about that, though. They blocked off, like, a lot of blocks. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it, they literally like, created their own society with, like, mob rule. People yeah. People got shot, killed. Yeah. Like, eventually they ran out of food and they needed... <laughs> so that ended pretty quick. But, yeah, man, that was, like, an in-time example of, like, this is why we don't do that. What? Chaz. Chaz, okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Capitol Hill. I remember being called Capitol Hill only, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Still, I, I mean, like, it's kind of lit. I, I read a lot of good things and bad things about that, though. Mm. Like, a lot of good went on there and a lot of bad. What was the good? I, I, like, I mean, like, there's just people, like, coinciding together with no rule of law, like, doing good for each other, like, feeding each other. You know what I'm saying? Helping each other out. Like, people doing good for each other. But then, obviously, you have the bad people that want to ruin things that well, could have potentially been. I mean, because like, if you really look at it, it could have potentially been good if people weren't getting shot and stabbed. But that's the problem is, like, if you allow that, that's going to happen. Exactly. people can act. people can act in that kind of a manner. And that's why I believe in rule of law. That's yeah. why I believe in that. That's why I believe. In, but like, it's hard to, like, I believe in having a court system type of shit but it's hard to believe in having that when you don't believe in your court system you know i'm like my court system will fuck me but i definitely believe in having a system 
So it's a hard, it's a hard field. It's a hard field. It really is. Um, shit. I, I got to use the restroom really quick. I don't know if you wanted to keep going or how are you feeling? We can do whatever, bro. Let's take an intermission. All right, cool. Let's do that. We'll be right back. Right back, motherfucker. And then shit going to get crazy. It might get loud in this motherfucker. These seltzer, Bud Light seltzers, drink them. We're back, back, people. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Sorry, I know you. I noticed you got right in your phone, right? As I turned it on. Ah, to this fucking greasy ass motherfucker messes me. It messes him back. He stinks. Smells bad. Probably needs to shower right now. He just showered this morning, and I bet he needs to take another one. So. <laughs> Isn't that a dog? Yeah. <laughs> I walked over there earlier and she started barking at me. She's laying down on her whole ass side, just head lifted up. Like, we're, we're like, get the fuck out of here. She doesn't even live here and she gets all defensive. <laughs> that's a good dog, though. For you. I get it. I get it. I feel that for sure. She don't live there, but that's her, spa- her here, but that's her space for the moment. She's like, look, I got to get comfortable right here. I fucking love dogs. <laughs> I fucking love dogs, bro. Hell yeah. I like I'm them more than people, person. bro. People, like, compared to dogs, me, ain't even close to the same, bro. I'll tell you what. If my mom was just, like, if I had, like, I don't know, I couldn't even do that. She probably would let me. If my mom, I was going to say if my mom just was, like, moved down here and live here for free, I'd probably do this shit. But I can't because I can't make music down there. But it'd be tight though, bro. Gonna see them niggas every day. They be yeah. pissing me the fuck off. But they they that's my boys down there. Dogs do piss you the fuck off. That's that's always the commonality. They always on some fucking dumb shit, bro. You walk in the door and you can't do nothing to get them to start stop barking in a timely manner besides fucking yell. I walk in, I'm quiet. And they just keep barking. I start patting them. They just keep barking, freaking out the whole time. I'm like, stop, stop. They freak out. Yeah, a little bit. Hey, yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. I got to be like, no, nah, dude, it's got to be worse than that. Yeah, like, I'm like, hey, motherfucker. Like, I got to, like, stomp at them, like, step up to them like I'm about to fucking punch they ass. And then they, like, cower down and run away. I'm like, yeah, shut the fuck up, bro, before I hit your ass, bro. And it's like, for real, it's like, they'll really bark until you fucking slap them. It's like, I think a problem with one of them, though, Bosco, he's the German Shepherd, and he's so fucking big, bro. He's like a bear, and, like, he's so fucking big that, like, even if you slap him on the nose, like, it's like he don't feel it. He think he's playing. <laughs> like, so, like, it's just, fuck them guys. You can't <laughs> slap the other man. two. They're too small. It's like a rat terrier and a shih tzu. So, like, you can't, like, hit them. They're small, bro. <laughs> For real, you fuck them up, you know? It's like, I you want You want to hear a fucked up dog story? So this is my father when he was growing up, like, in the 60s, 70s. And, uh, or, like, yeah, 60s, 70s, 80s. Um, and his dad, he drank quite a bit. And uh, they had a family dog. And one night, it was time to get the fleas off the dog. And... His dad had figured out this new way to get the fleas off the dog, which is take gasoline and to get the fleas out that way. So he doused the dog in gasoline. 
Bro. And that didn't work. The police didn't get out. So he decided to go about and do it the real way, how they usually do it, which is to take a lighter and to, um, to burn out the fleas. So you can imagine what happened when he um, ignited the lighter on the dog. And my dad had this vivid memory of the dog running around the yard. Did they save it? Dude, oh my god. I can't put that poor dog, bro. Your dad had to have been fucked up, bro. He had to have been fucked up from that. I would have hated my dad, bro. Oh my god. I would have hated my dad. Oh my, bro, you fucked up. <laughs> fucking 70s though, man. Like, <coughs> nobody gave a shit. Nobody, nobody gave a shit. By anything. Especially by animals. Ooh. <coughs> oh. So, you got COVID back at the Halloween thing. I'm curious how has getting COVID changed your perspective on it at all? Did you go into it kind of hot and then when you got it, did it change it all or like? Because I think this round, when you got COVID, when you know you got COVID during for the Halloween party, it was pretty rough. The only thing that was super rough about it is losing my sense of smell, bro. I couldn't smell my weed, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, you wake up in the morning and you go to smoke and you can't smell your weed. That shit hit not good. It hit bad. Like, it hit the heart, the soul, bro. Like, that shit fucking sucked. Oh, my God. I'm not, I wanted to cry, bro. I was like, but, I mean, like, I don't know. Not really, kind of, yes and no. Iowa numbers sparked a lot. Yeah. After Halloween, and I was just like, man, I was like, I don't know. It didn't really change my perspective too much, I guess. I delayed shows. I'm not doing no shows until at least like March or April, which is still a bit from now. To just like, cause like that's what I'm doing. To like, I don't know. I feel like if there's a world issue, then I should probably try to be a part of the solution rather than just be a yeah. part of the problem. That's true. I also hate wearing a fucking mask. I'm not gonna cap. I do hate wearing a mask. I'm not gonna lie, a lot of times at work I gotta pull down so like my nose is out. But it gets so hard to breathe, bro. If I'm like leaning over food and shit though, I make sure I got my mask on. Like if I'm coughing, I still cover my face even with my mask yeah. on. But like, it kind of changed. I don't know. Kind of got the same perspective. But I will. I think I got it. It, like, takes time to start showing symptoms. I think I got it before the show because my homie had just been on some flights and everything, and he had said that he was feeling sick, but he didn't say, like, oh, I think I got COVID, so I didn't really think anything of it. And I was feeling off the day of the show, but I had a lot of anxiety and shit. I always do. And so, like, fucking, I just thought it was that. But then, like, it was even before I went to bed, my hips... Started hurting really bad. I'm like, bro, this is not from performing. Like, my hips are not that sore just from running around on stage. So, like, 
I think I had it before that, definitely. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought, so I think, because a bunch of my friends got COVID, too. Like, Blythe got COVID, mm. too. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, my friend Dale got COVID. So, like, a bunch of people that was with me got it after that. So, I think I just spread it around to all of them and shit. Damn. And, like, just didn't even realize it. And so, I'm like, man, I'd hate it if that happened when, like, my mom or something. My stepdaddies had a heart attack and shit not too long ago. Oh, shit. For real. So, like, you know, I don't know. What are your thoughts on the lockdowns? Like, because here's my, this is probably the reason I am not pro-Biden at all, is I think he's just going to lock everything down right when he gets in. It's just going to kill things at the beginning of the year. How much is that paying me on unemployment? (laughs) Is my answer to that. <laughs> I mean, is they going to send me $700 a week again? Probably not. I doubt it. Maybe 400 <laughs> That's the thing. They would probably give less. <laughs> I mean, if it's something like... If it's something like three to $400 a week on unemployment, I'd fuck with it. Because uh, three hundred dollars a week, you know what I'm saying? Like typical rent at a place. If if you have a roommate like I do, uh, two weeks of that, that's more than what I pay in rent to stay with him right now. So like, you know what I'm saying? And then three weeks would be when I get a new place. Hopefully, uh, yeah. probably about seven hundred dollars it'll cost me for rent. It's like that's a rent right there, you know, <laughs> off of not even having to go to work. So then I have all my time in every single day to do whatever else. Hmm. So it just kind of depends. Don't don't you think, I don't know. I guess my whole thing with like just doing that and giving people money is it's not really like where's that money come from? It's just kind of like building the bubble. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly coming from us, though. It's not like they don't have enough tax money to throw around. You know, I mean, yeah. That, I mean, that's a good base point. Is like how much money these fuckers who are making these bills are making. You yeah, know? that might be a good place to start. Exactly. Maybe a little bit of all the bills that we've paid is just coming back to us. But it does fuck some businesses. Yeah, I mean, a lot. I, I would argue a lot. I think if a lot of businesses go into 2021 being out. That's gonna fucking kill some people. Yeah, definitely like Vaville Muse and shit like that. So like that was that was really sad, man. I haven't really thought too much on it, honestly. I just been thinking about myself. (laughs) Not like, not like okay, like oh, just me. It's all about me. (laughs) Nah, like I've been thinking about my boys too, but like you know, I've been focusing on like what I can do to further my shit, and just I just been thinking on that. Just use whatever time I got and shit, and like, to just continue doing what I'm doing. I don't know. I haven't thought too much on it, to be honest. Mm. I've been kind of ignoring it. See, and that's where I miss out a lot, is I think too much. <laughs> I brood in stupid information all day. I so. mean, I do, I do at times and everything, but, like, lately I've just been busy and shit. Yeah. Me and my homeboy have been like lifting and shit. We've been like, yeah, like a 
gym and his garage. We've been lifting a lot. I went back to work and shit. So I've just been focused on, you know what I'm saying, grinding, making money, doing whatever I can to just mm-hmm. get paid and fucking make music and shit. So <clears throat> that's actually a pretty good segue. Uh, what other, like, what other year moments have been, have stood out to you? You said that this has been a really good year for you despite everything that's happened with COVID and all that. Um what what else did you say has happened this year? It's just like it's just really been like a lot of diving deep, bro. Just diving deep into like things that I do and into myself, you know. Like I just fucking dove deep into shit. Just like been grinding. I just grinded all year, pretty much. You know, that's just like been doing my. I took a lot of me time this year. You know, like mm. me time that wasn't necessarily me time, but like there's times I've gotten with the homies. Get the headset on, get on the Xbox, and we on the game for like four to eight hours type of shit. Damn. You know? And like, just kicked up in my recliner, just chilling, killing shit, doing whatever. I'm just saying, like, I don't know, you know, I like the gaming show like that. I just took a lot of me time and shit this year. Took a lot of time, like, to chill with my cat and shit, my son, and just... (laughs) Just like, you know, it's like, I don't know. That's it. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that, that's all anybody can really do is focus on themselves in these, themselves in these times. Um, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, my big points would just be like my album. <clears throat> Get my LLC. Not really like, I don't know. I'm not satisfied, you know. My homeboy, his favorite quote he was 13 when he died, but his favorite quote, go big or go home. And, like, a lot I've thought about this year. Like, I've never felt like home anywhere I've ever been. Never felt like I'm home right now. Like, I just don't like, I mean, maybe a couple times, you know, like after a long day and shit, but, like, not really. I never really felt comfortable where I was at. And it's like, because it's not big enough. Mm. So like it's not, it's hard to pinpoint any specific thing on this year because it's like it's not there yet. You know, like I don't know. I got big dreams. I got big aspirations. So like that little shit just ain't cutting it for me. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, like, like I've said, this has been a crazy fucking year. Uh, <laughs> for real. What do you want? With, with this album, album dropping, dropping unstable dropping in December 21st uh what, what do you want people to take away from it more than anything I I did a lot of thinking about that and honestly the biggest message I got from this album is sometimes you're not going to be okay and that's completely okay because everybody out here got issues we all fucked up in a lot of different ways and like I don't even know what's the basis of fucked up really you know what I'm talking we set that for ourselves and some people mm-hmm. set so much time on stressing about like all the issues that they got and all the problems that they got in their life and it's like you're not the only person out there going through that bro it's like like I don't know you know what I'm saying so like I just hope this shit helps somebody like chill out some type of shit I got some shit on here that's gonna make some motherfuckers cry some shit that be made damn near making me cry when I fucking record it in the studio and shit. So like, you know, it's like it's like that. That's a 
That's awesome, man. Uh, I've always really appreciated the sense of raw, um, raw style and like raw, you know, energy that goes to your music. You can always tell what you're rapping about. Something that really happened to you. It's, you know, it's truly coming from the heart. For real. That shit take that shit take a lot out of me too. I think that's like a lot of having so much time to work on music this year is a lot that helped me like dive into myself for like I kind of became tired though. Like I'm just like oh my god. Like I'm tired and not at the same time. But it's like <laughs> when I hear somebody just like coming at me crazy, I'm just like oh my god, bro. I'm out of this shit. I'm gone. You know. It feels great, though. It feels great to be somebody so more, like, I feel like such a more chill person. Everybody knows me to be, like, you know, always. Self-described like, crackhead. Yeah, for real. Exactly, bro. And that's what everybody knows me as. And it's like, I got myself into such a different suit. But, like, I'm chilling everything, too. But, like, I don't know. I'm also still, like, prepared. I still be in the gym. I still stay ready. If a motherfucker tests me, I'm going to go the fuck off. I'm going to go crazy. You know, I... I'm sorry I didn't bring this up earlier, but that is something I actually wanted to mention. Uh, I, I saw a picture of you back from, I don't remember how long ago, but not to be rude, but you were quite a bit bigger then. Like, oh, yeah, dude. Hold up. Let me grab one of these bitches. <laughs> we almost drank this whole fucking thing. Uh, no, I was a fat motherfucker. Here's the thing, too. How big were you? Alright, so my weight wasn't like, it's not going to sound that crazy, but I'm short as fuck, so you, you gotta, everybody know that, but uh, I was 220 pounds on my biggest point, but my biggest yeah. thing is I was 44% body fat. So yeah, like almost short you, that's exact, short you are, that's insane. And I'm like, no muscle, all fat type of shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is not good on your fucking body at all. Your muscles is what it takes to like hold that shit up. I definitely like, did some damage to my joints and all that. But, I mean, I was, yeah, I was a big motherfucker, dude. 38-inch waist and shit. I think I was, like, 40 at the highest, though. But, yeah. I wear a belt with a 32 now where I was, like, going to sag. Ain't that crazy? For real. I'm, I'm big now. I'm chubby now, though, compared to, like, for what I usually should be. I'm, like, probably, like, 165 right now. But I've been in the gym uh training powerlifting lately so like i ain't really been trying to lose no weight <laughs> so how'd you uh how'd you do that how'd you go about doing that what was your process someone's calling me there's <laughs> nigga calling me right now bro <laughs> uh six days a week in the gym so like i was like it's after i tore my acl i tore my acl oh, a little damn. bit after i turned fucking something i don't even know how old i was but i told my acl and shit and then i was like i want to start losing some weight and shit like that so i was like fuck this shit i want to get like my leg back in order so i started running and all that really like i was into like bodybuilding type of workouts before that but then like i really just dove into the gym at william penn and started like doing my own powerlifting, doing my own bodybuilding sessions shit like that just like Whatever I could just to, like, sculpt my body, basically. Like, like I wanted biceps to look a certain way, so I, like, shot for that. Shot for my back to look a certain way, all that shit. And, like, I just went at it, dude. I was, like, we, like, had a whole, like, almost like a team of people, though. It's not like we did anything too crazy, but, like, 
we would get like four people in the gym at one time. Like Blythe is a person that'd be with me a lot too. And like it helps when your homeboy's in the gym with you, you know? Mm, and it's yeah. like, oh, we got fucking whatever, whatever. Like, I don't know. We do different shit in the day, but like it just helps the energy, helps the vibe. I worked at it though a lot, bro. I just wanted it. You know, like I wanted it. That's it. You can't like force somebody to lose no weight. They gotta want that shit bad. I'm like I just wanted that shit bad, so I got it. Damn. I so, got to way more cut of a point than what I am now, though, bro. I used to be like pretty fucking lean, bro. I was down like the very last powerlifting competition that I did. I did at 132 pounds. Oh wow! For real, <clears throat> people were guessing that I'd weigh like 145 and shit. So have you? I, I don't know how much you've done during COVID, but you were f- doing fighting too. Yeah, I how trained. Much have you done? I trained like a lot of boxing and MMA type of shit over the summer and shit, but I uh, have not been doing that so much, bro. It just don't hit me like powerlifting, bro. Powerlifting, I used to do them competitions and shit for like the squat, bench, deadlift, all that shit, yeah. and like I trained like CrossFit for a while too. With this kid when he was like 15, I think. His name is Vincent Ramirez. He won, uh, he like went out to California and did the CrossFit games out there for teens. And he was like named fittest teen in the world with a whole like celebration party for it. His family's awesome, a bunch of Filipinos. <laughs> but fucking, uh, yeah, I like powerlifting just hit different, bro. Since me and my homie Brent started lifting in his garage and shit, it's just a whole different type of game. I don't know. I don't have, like, as much of, like, a want and everything to be, like, so cut and lean right now. But, like, I still want to, like, feel that. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever been into lifting weights, but you get the lifting weights and shit. You get that juice going. It's, like, all natural juice throughout your body, bro. That's that shit that, like, that shit yeah, gets you going. Yeah, testosterone going. It's and been a long time. Bro, you're hurting <laughs> the next day, and you had to stretch out because you're hurting. But, like, your body can, like... Moving ways that it wasn't able to move the week before. And, like, it's just, like, that shit just something. I like being on a stage, too, just, like, performing music. So I loved I I always did powerlifting competitions at weights that were too high for me. Like, people were, like, doing, like, 200, 250 pounds more than me for their maxes. But, like, I was hitting new maxes in front of crowds of people. You know what I'm saying? That shit make you nervous. People I don't know watching me lift these weights. Like so, like it was always just a battle against me. That shit fun as fuck though too. It's fun and it's good for you. You know what I'm saying? It's like challenging myself. I like lo- I like picking up heavy shit and putting it back down. <laughs> See, I was a cross country guy. I was not big into the weights. I spilled this no. shit for the second time, maybe even the third, bro. Keep spilling this shit. Fuck running! I hated that shit. I got bad knees though. You got bad knees and you'll be like, fuck that running shit. Well, I would say the same about lifting weights. Fuck lifting weights. That sounds awful. <laughs> I, uh, I, these days, I go on walks. I do yoga every once in a while. I listen to a podcast. That's kind of the level I'm on. I'm not like... It's still like, yeah. I mean, like, it's still like doing things to keep your body healthy, though. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Some people don't do nothing. Yeah, for real, for real. Especially in this, you know, that that's the saddest thing about Corona. I feel like is I feel like there's so many people who are just gonna like continuously get grow more and more unhealthy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Physically, 
For sure. For being cooped up. For sure. You can go outside. This is an option, but, you know, like, well, I guess here in the winter, it's not. That's probably the biggest problem. A lot of people just don't like going outside, too, unless they're going outside to, like, do something yeah. outside. Like, I like a walk through the woods. Honestly, though, I like a walk through the woods more by my fucking self mm. than I do with yeah. people. That's why I need to get a dog. <laughs> for real. Yeah. Dogs are good for that. Yeah. Going on adventures and shit. And my cat would freak the fuck out. He'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> get a little chihuahua like Molly just having his satchel. And... I have my rat terrier down at my parents, so... My rat terrier. I actually got him from my homeboy from when he moved to Des Moines and we had lived together. And he was like, I can't find nobody to take my dog. I can't bring him with me. I was like, I'm going to take his little ratty ass. I didn't like him at that point, but me and him got connected real well. He fucking loves the shit out of me. He loves seeing me. But, like, yeah. I need to. That's what I need to start doing going down there more, taking him on walks. He getting big. He look all fat and shit. <laughs> That's what he get for living with my parents. All their dogs fat. They all gain weight and shit. For real. Besides Bosco. Bosco, the only one that has kept his shape. <laughs> he's been like running around the house. Yeah, he always fucking. He's the one. you probably seen him on my Snapchat story before. Like I'll take like the ball and like put it in his face like real slow. And he just like opens his mouth and waits for me to just like give it to him. And like, yeah, he that way. So he always up to something, bro. He always got that fucking ball in his mouth, chomping on that shit. Huge, bro. Like, got his mouth open all the fuck away, just chomping on this big ass ball. Goofy ass. <laughs> well, hey, man. Uh, this has been a great episode, podcast. I think it's time we should probably wrap it up. Uh, I need a burger. Get a burger? Yeah, I'm about to go get a burger. What I'm about go. to do. <clears throat> Get some food, get some chow. I'm kind of thinking the same thing. I'm I'm gonna make a. I always like to cook. That's always my thing. I'm always I'm always about cooking. So I think we're gonna do some chicken alfredo tonight. We gotta home make some alfredo sauce. Bro, I work at Olive Garden, bro. Chicken alfredo, I can't, bro. I can't, bro. I eat that shit so much, bro. There's so many times we got mistakes. And so, like, we got to throw it away. I grab a fork real quick, take a couple big-ass bites, throw that shit away, wash my hands right back to it. Because I'm like, fuck that shit, bro. I'm like, I'm not throwing that whole thing away. So I've eaten, I eat way too many of them bitches. You know, and that's why I'm so glad I'm out of food service. It's like, now I can actually enjoy cooking. It's like, when you're in it, the last thing you want to do when you get home is fucking cook. Exactly, bro. fast food all the time. I need to get one of them ladies that likes to cook all the time. There you go. Yeah. I need to get one of them OnlyFans girls. <laughs> so then she like home all the time type of shit too. <laughs> For real though. The the sugar mama dealer package or whatever. What? There's like some sugar mama. She ain't got to give me no money though. She just, you know. No, you cook give her some. money. Whoa. 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 <laughs> give who money? <laughs> I ain't trying to give nobody money. <laughs> For I thought, real. I thought that's how OnlyFans work. They be tripping me out when my when any of my homies talk about going to the strip club. I'm like, look, bro. Look, how much does a lap dance cost? I'm like, because, bro, I'm like, I could get some shit crazier than that and not spend no money. <laughs> so it's like. Yeah. Uh, 
the ultimate tease. Some of these boys, some of my boys can do that same shit too. They could have a different girl slide almost like every night, and then they still want to go and spend like $300 at the club, bro. I'm like, fuck that. Maybe I'm just broke. Maybe that's it, but I just don't want to go throw $300 you know, man, at the club. We're, we're, we're focusing on individuals and uh, we're not focusing on shit. I'm investing, right? Investing. Them girls do need some money, though. I don't want them out of a job just in case I ever want to go, you know? <laughs> so, like, it's still both fields for me. Yeah. I hope my homeboys go so then I don't have to. <laughs> well, uh, so, besides the album, though, <clears throat> what can we expect from Lolo Savage in 2021? Do you think you're going to be doing some performing? What do you think's coming up? I don't know about that. Oh, okay. Um, I will let that come to me as that comes, but... I'll tell you for the first time since I started making music, I have songs to sit on. Mm. So I've got work in the fucking bag to come. Um, I have a song coming on Valentine's Day after the album. Oh, I'm not yeah. going to say too much about it because people can wait on that. You know what I'm saying? Focus on the album first. But Valentine's Day, I'll drop a new single. Then a little while after that, I'm going to shoot a video to a, a song that I got, Trap Star. And it's with me and D-Lo. And we'll drop that with the video. So it'll be just a video on YouTube for a while. And then if it does well enough, I'll release it on all platforms. And then I got other shit working in the bag, you know. I'm back on my shit, back on my... I sent you a beat, actually, too. Yep, yep. Oh. I was just thinking about that. I'm going to check that out when we... Oh, yeah, yeah you got to. On. I might I might just spit that for you before I leave, honestly. Hell yeah. Well, well <clears throat> you always got to trick up your sleeve. I'm really glad they came on. I'm really glad we do this. Yeah, bro, I'm happy to be here. It was a good time, bro. The podcast was always a good time. Yeah. Live, I feel like this is has been a great live experience, despite our hiccups and our late starts. Those of you who have been watching, staying tuned. Y'all are the fucking shit. Keep at it. Um, next week we're gonna have Dean Kelly on the show. Um, part of writing history, he's worked with Round Hero, other people. So we're gonna have him live next week as well, or next week as well. Um, other than that, hope you all staying well. Chilling. Take take a shower. Take a shower. Have Maybe a couple showers. Wash your hands. Lavate las manos. Wash your hands, wear a mask, smoke a joint. Maybe three. Maybe three. Maybe five or six. Smoke the... Okay, I don't want to say smoke the whole bag. Some of y'all some of y'all owe some people money. But <laughs> You need some for tomorrow, man. Don't smoke the whole bag. Yeah, for real. Unless you're like me and you got enough bag to smoke the whole bag. I wish I was in level. One day. One day. We're going to be popping in face. <laughs> One day. Hey, hey I'll cheers to you on that, man. Hey, we got the same kind, too. Put <laughs> <laughs> that black cherry in. All right, buddy. Have a good night. Peace out. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to today's episode with Lolo Savage. It was a treat, as always. We had a great time, a lot of laughs, um, a couple drinks, and, yeah, it was a great time. Like I said, as always. Uh, stay tuned next week like I said we're going to have Dean Kelly on the show that's going to be another live episode if y'all are listening to this obviously as you're listening to me talk right now 
you may not necessarily be watching on YouTube. So if you're not doing that, go check that shit out live Saturdays. Uh, this next one will be at 2, but all next year 4 is going to be Saturday at 3 every weekend. Is the goal until any, unless anything comes up, which I will announce. Um, those of you who have been listening, y'all are the shit. Y'all are the OGs. You're the reason I keep going and doing this. All your comments and tuning in live and you know, letting, letting me know that you're with that you're watching and listening. I, I love that shit. So um, please keep doing that. It's great. Um, like I said, hope you're all having a good night. Been smoking, drinking, chilling, whatever. All right. Peace.